Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. Half the time they'll eat their words right there. They well, want to do they it. Don't, they want to write. They're going to be a little keyboard warrior and try me. Don't try me. Let's talk about this. You have an issue. I'm going to talk about it with you too because we need to get to the bottom of this. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Um, can, I, can I see them? Oh, okay. Um, this is the thing. I just one podcast ago started being in a studio and then just so you guys are fully fucking aware i definitely am a podcast listener of y'all so when i know that you guys do it in the car and i listen to you guys banter back and forth i'm like what the fuck am i going to a studio for i'm like I- agree I but actually, it looks I actually, super I cool i actually want to know everything about where your studio is and everything that you have here's the tea oh it's run by it's run by comics so they like do a, a deal for comics so i'm like oh like 
how what's going on? I'm gonna tell them the yeah, the yeah. truth, right? They're like, thirty bucks, all you everything you want. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? They're like, we'll do your videos, we'll do the audio, we'll make you social. What else do you have to do for that thirty dollars? Oh. I, I do blow though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a cat does for no. us to get in the restaurant. No, I hate blow <laughs> Like I. Hey. No, hold on, hold on. Back up, back up, back up. I remember when we were in London, England, they had that same kind of shit going on where they had those little studios that the, the people would go in and they would yes, take care of yes, all that shit. Yes, they would. Yes. It was like a full business. What, what are we started? I was, I, that's what I wanted to ask you guys because I know we're doing both. Yeah, of yeah, podcasts. yeah. It's recording. I can see cool. it. I can see it. I can see it. Where are you what, looking? Yeah, where are you looking at us? Where are you looking yeah, over you're, to the you're on a You're on a TV. You're on a huge TV. Can, Can I see my, my fucking Stop. lipstick? Shit. You guys look great. I am so totally into this because you guys, I feel like you are the cool moms that I have in my class that when the kid goes to the next grade, I'm like, listen, y'all bitches and me, we're going out like the I end. I would do that with you. And I always I wonder about, I'm always like, do they all have sex, healthy sex lives? The parents in my class and hearing you guys just <laughs> talk about it with your husbands on your podcast i'm like you know what here's the thing i'm into the raw mom honesty yeah we don't do anal really no, no, i know no, i heard that. you don't no, do you don't what that's you don't, not weird you don't use both said you are not gonna do um anal. you're not gonna go ass to mouth <laughs> yeah, clear tropical breeze Oh, I believe it's a quote. oh, right, right, right. Suck it after. I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. Again, oh, life is long. And obviously, I keep talking about it because I want to get better at things and try what? new things. Well, I'm not gonna, you're like, going to try anal. Obviously, I've tried it. You're going to try again. You're going to go. I just feel like I, my, I'm so young. Mm-hmm. You have lots of time. I have to so much time to try all the anal. things. Got it. Because okay. uh, if she talks about it, then he's going to be she, you know, we can't not do anal I won't together. Talk about it in front. No, we'll do it together. Oh my god, you don't think those will he'll sit Mark won't say I did anal last Dude, night. If you're doing it, I'm doing he it. Will I'm definitely doing it, doing you know does he listen women? to the podcast? What? Yeah, no, to? they don't. They there's Maya too many. doesn't either. And I'm I'm like, okay, I'll just say what I want. But every once in a while he'll sneak in and be like, Remember when you said I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh <laughs> how long have you been in a relationship for? Five and a half years. <laughs> Five and a half years. Yeah. So two years, they say it gets stale. What gets stale? <laughs> and who? <laughs> and who? What are you telling Sorry, me? I didn't I don't stale. know about this. So basically, when we talk to like a relationship and sex experts and stuff like that, and we're like, you know, people, uh, a lot of people think that it's still going to have that butterfly it's feeling. It's just women. But just so you know, it's just women. It's right. not men. So women. So when two you, men would never have that problem. No. When you're a woman, your desire is different than a man's. So women think they don't are no longer, they don't get like, um, they don't get uh, like, you, you have to get a new partner in order to get. Horny again. Yeah. Like wildly horny. Yeah. Like where you want to rip their clothes off in a closet. Like, right. And oh an elevator. So two men would never have that problem. Two men never have that. It's just because a, a man would well, just. Lucky fucking you. Yeah. A man would just look at something and be like, oh, I can. My jaw is a gape. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, no. 
Oh, well, sorry to tell you. Yeah. A woman's, a woman's lady bits, you know, they don't just, they don't just, they're not, they don't drip just all the time. You know, it's like, it's like you, I, have, I absolutely, I have to do it tonight. I, yes. I'm a hundred percent. have to do it tonight. Yeah. yeah next tonight. But yeah, I have to do it tonight. Yeah. Good luck. Or he's going to be mad all weekend. Really? Um, I love this. Because here's the thing, too, is I always wonder, like, when I, first of all, we're not married. I'm, do I hint about getting married all the fucking time? Like, literally all the time. Like, so that's, like, where we're at. And I'm over here, like, if I am working this hard for marriage after five and a half years, like, am I going to have to, like, work for sex in, like, ten? Like, I just can't believe after five years you still worked. I know, I do. I do. (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm psychotic. And like, I, I feel like I found somebody who like, can like, I will, I will just look at him. I'll be like, you don't understand. I know that everything that I'm saying is ass backwards to you, but we need to do it this way. And he's like, okay. I'm is like, he older? is he older than you? He's three years older than me. So what I mean, does he, what does he do? So he were, um, so uh, the, well, this gender- is I'll give you guys the real tea. The, 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 the mm-hmm. people yes. often ask. And yes. I don't really ever say because um, his people who work for him found, yeah. they follow me and they f- figured it out and like came to him. He's like, I'm your fucking boss. Like what? It was like weird. So I told people that he was a florist and I put up all these fake pictures of him (laughs) and like flowers and people were literally sending me emails. They're like, will he do my wedding? Like, these are gorgeous. Like how, what are his rates? Blah, blah, blah. Like these are the dates. Is he open? So we'll say florist, but he actually, uh, works for this really big company. That's 100% always listening to you. And, uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah every day yeah no and they can i give understand you anything you want at any time and it'll be at your door like tomorrow it's a rainforest <laughs> i got it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> amazing i love yeah. that i love all of that i love i love you guys and you Thanks. live together we do yeah yeah and We're when did you start going. podcasting um so my podcast journey started uh, about a year and a half ago, and it was it was a long it was a long uh, road. It was a long road, and then tell us more, why, about, tell us more about that. So I started interviewing. The concept originally was interviewing uh, celebrities and notable people who used to be teachers, and it was uh-huh. great. Like I really enjoyed it. I was getting a lot out of it. The numbers weren't there. Then I pivoted, and I'm a kindergarten teacher, and I just started. <laughs> Okay, this is what happened last week. All this crazy shit. And people were like, yes! And it blew up. Blew Wait, last up. week? This happened last week? Oh, no, week? no, no. This happened no. This happened in January. Oh, talking about kindergarten. what happened last week in kindergarten. Started, yeah, that whole process. Did you have to quit being a teacher because of this? I still teach. I literally went from school to this chair. I just no. can't start teaching kindergarten. No, I no. I've got no. a kindergartner, and I would like her to have you. My her teacher is great, but I'm. Lo- I can't I would believe like- you're still a teacher. Oh, uh, 
yeah. I thought you were former teacher, current comedian, go on tour, going on tour. You still go to the oh. classroom? Yes, ma'am. Because that's where you get your material, right? Yeah, and then summer's off. I can do both of my things that I love. Like, it is a dream. They I mean, must- don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to get it twisted. Here's the thing. Like, your boy's trying to do some bigger things in comedy, too. So when the day comes, I'm going to be like, love you, kids. But, I mean, I'm going to live off a teacher's salary again. Because our agent was like, this is Joe. And he's having a big moment in Hollywood <laughs> right now. He's going to be on the podcast. And we're like, all right. We love we love that. Do you watch? He's you, having a big moment that's right what they now. Said. Big so, moment in Hollywood. I'm, so I'm at dinner at my mom's house earlier. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to have to go do a podcast tonight. Like, everyone's, we live in Canada. Everyone loves hockey. It's a Leafs game tonight. We're starting off the, what is it called? Playoffs. Playoffs. So I'm like, but mom, I'm going to do a podcast. She's like, oh my gosh, podcast at night. I'm like, he's, I think he's a teacher. He's having a moment in Hollywood, mom. I got to go. It's going to be great. He was on fucking Ellen. This is true. Whoa. Let's just take a minute right there. We can take a beat. Mm -hmm. We can do it. Mm -hmm. So how did you get, I know you did the pranking of the spelling bee on YouTube, for which was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but then how do you get the call from Ellen? Because she loves teachers, too. I do know, but... I, I think that Ellen has... She, like, she's in everybody's phone, and she just knows when something's oh. about. Like, she's got a little, like, tingle that happens. Oh, uh, her it was people. probably two two weeks later and I got a call from her people. Yeah. But the process. So wait, on your the t- not- how did they get your number? Literally. That's the scary part, right? No. Yeah. Like straight so up. So you call. picked up the phone. Yeah. So you pick to give it, let, take a step. Go. So I was living in Detroit at the time. And when your phone rings and it says Los Angeles, actually, um, it said, what's that area next to Los Angeles that everything's from? Don't remember when it says Los Angeles. I know what you, you mean. Yeah. You answer. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to answer my phone. This Anaheim. Is Things are Culver blowing City. up. It wasn't Anaheim either. Culver City? Culver, not Culver City. This is going to bother Beverly me. fucking Hills? No, not I Beverly don't. Hills. It, it wasn't Brea. Shit. We'll get there. Yeah. It rings and I answer it and they're like, hey, this is blah, blah, blah from the Ellen DeGeneres Brentwood. show. I was like, this is a lie. Like, <laughs> this is a lie. Like, this isn't true. Just to sum it up for you, the process was that conversation, a Skype call that night, two more phone calls, two more Skype calls, then a call in the middle of the day while I'm teaching saying you're coming to the show tomorrow. Tomorrow. So did you tell the principal? Like I knew They the- knew. The principal knew. I'm assuming. Oh, the superintendent told me not to go. He said, you're not going on Ellen. And I said, you're, this, this is the thing. You're wrong. I was like, I will quit my job. If I yeah. have to, I'm going. What are you talking about? I'm it's going. Fucking Ellen. Why didn't they want you to go? It, uh, in in I'm an anomaly in education. You can't say it. You cannot say it like it is an education at all. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. then you lose your job. And my whole thing is the way that education is and the way that teachers live their life. People don't actually know how hard it is to be a teacher and how hard it is to be a good teacher. And the only way we're going to change that is to talk about it. And they knew that about me. So they're like, he's not going on national television. And I was like, the fuck I am. Went. Oh, 
I had to tell you when I was a kid, I once saw my teacher out of the classroom and I and couldn't, you shit. I couldn't believe they were a person. I was like, oh my fucking God. You think what? we live in the school. I'm like, what are you doing? My How do you have a husband? How do you have sex? That's exactly How do you have children? My, what is my going mom on? was the, is the office, was the office lady at the school that my kids go to, but the she's HBIC. there for 20. Yes. What's that called? Uh, the HBIC of a school. I always call the office manager the HBIC, the head bitch in charge. 100%. Head bitch this in charge. Is my she mom, was. Giselle, is the head bitch in charge. Like every uh, kid Giselle. thinks she's the principal. Yeah. You want anything done, you go to Giselle. Giselle. And she was there for 20 years. And when children would see her outside of like the school, like out with like her grandkids or me, they almost didn't recognize her. Yeah. Like, who is this woman who has a life outside of this? So, okay. So then you go, you freaking go to Ellen. Good for you. You had to take the day off. They gave it to you? Uh, no, I took it. I took it yeah. off. I, and I had, I had no, um, I had no days left either. Cause I went to Lollapalooza that year. <laughs> so, so that was a thing. Um, so, yeah. so, 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 so then you go and, and then you, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Can I can I tell you how amazing it was? Thank you, please. So, do. Ellen's got this bad rap in Hollywood right now, and I yes. people hound me for the tea all the time. I don't have any. This is the tea. This is the truth. So, they were like, "We know you're a comedian. We um, we're painting you as a teacher here. So just this isn't your last comic standing audition. Just, please just be yourself, do your thing, and then, you know." It'll just be how it is. I'm like, okay. Um, so I go on the show. I'm just being myself. And then they said, oh, by the way, if Ellen gets up in between commercial breaks to fix her hair, get a cup of coffee, take notes, she's working. Like, this is her job. So don't take offense to that. She'll be back before cameras turn back on. I'm like, no problem. Like, I'm just happy to be here. The cameras turn off the first couple times. We're just sort of whatever. So around the last time the cameras turned off for a commercial break, she leaned in. She's like, so I heard that you're a comedian. I was like, yes, I am. And she's like, you're very funny. And I was like, wow, well, thank you. And she's like, no, I don't think you understand. You're really funny. You have to do something with that. And then Dude, the cameras I came again. I, I, it, it's written on my desk. I etched it into my desk. I read it every single day. And that is where I it kicked my ass into gear. And I had about 45 minutes of my one hour show written. That was just like a pipe dream. Like I'll take this out really big one day. I was just kind of performing locally sort of at the time. And then that was done. And I was like, uh, let's go dog. Like, let's do it. So I started doing it. It was fantastic. The story gets better. Um, then Ellen, it's still a, good. Year, a year later, she's filming her special in Seattle, one block from my house. And I snagged one of the last tickets to this thing. Now, at the end of the thing, they were like passing the microphone around to like people who raised their hand. And I got the microphone and I was like, hey, I, uh, I don't know if you remember me. She's like, Are the spelling test guy. And she's like, no. And I was like, yeah. She's like, hold on. She goes to everybody. She's like, this guy is so funny. You will not believe it. I Tell him what you did. I can't wait to hear what you're up to. And I was like, hey, 
I'm a comedian. I'm a teacher. And I was on the show last season. And I just wanted to let you know that this is what you said to me. And you kicked my ass in gear. And I'm about to go on my first national tour. And she was like, good for you. Good for you. And three weeks later, I started my tour. <laughs> it was, I was like, this oh is my God. Wow. Oh my God. I almost feel like this is not the end for you and Ellen. You know, I had a little... Um, moment when she because she announced this week that she's ending the show. Yeah, you're taking her show every thought. So are we? <laughs> no, we are. No, yeah, we thought so. so. We're like, so we are. So. I'm into that. I'm into. We could do it together. It. How about that? I mean, yeah, when you guys make out, you guys great. Done. Done. <laughs> On the <laughs> ones and two. Yep. Yep. I I don't think it's done. I, it's obviously done for being on the show. Her last season of the show is going to be enormous with. A-list, A-after, A-list. Wait, it's not right now? Or she's going, isn't you know, it over I now? I didn't follow up. Did she say that this is going to be the last season? No, no, it's, like, yeah. we still have, like, a year, I think, with her. Okay, okay. Doesn't it, oh, so she's starting again in September. Uh, I don't know, but I feel like whatever it was, we still have a bit of time. So what are you saying? Are you saying, because you're going to go back on the you're show. You're saying that you're going to have one more, one more run on there. I don't, I, like, I don't know for sure, but I feel, Something I can just like feel yeah. that we're gonna work together or like connect again. Or oh show. God, you're like, like us. I love this. I just because I think she she started she it kind of. She you know. And you know when she talks about the first time, you mean that the, we all know the story about when Ellen went on Carson, Carson, and the whole thing and how nervous you. You didn't even have that whole buildup of trying to be a comedian. You were coming oh, on to be common misconception. A, common misconception. I'd actually I've been doing comedy for eleven years, so I was I had been uh, hustling. So you, you're at you. So you had the intention of showing off your comedianness oh. in a guise of a <laughs> in a disguise. Well, because here's the thing. I don't know if you guys know. Um, teachers are, God, what's the word? Um, poor. What? So yeah, poor teachers are poor. Yes, oh, so broke, poor. Broke, yes, broke. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, have no. to work. Yes. It like the majority of teachers are working second or third time jobs. Yeah. So I was a and teacher. Then, then I went to teach a cycle class. Then I was a comedian. I like, and then you spend okay. your money on the classroom to because yeah. you have to spend it because they don't give you enough money for yeah. the classroom. So you have to buy things for your own classroom. Yep, true. To- like my first couple, my my first five years teaching, there were. A handful of times where my first paycheck would come in, I'd pay all my bills and have nothing left for the rest of the okay. week. Like I drive to work and like I was getting paid that day. I'm like, well, if you don't eat lunch today, you'll get it. And that was happening. So I doing comedy was literally putting gas in my car to get to work. Like that so, was my job. So let's go back to like a little bit of comedy for a second. So Natalie's like, I don't like that story. I want to talk about fun. Like I, I don't like, I don't like talking I don't, about yeah. poor people. I don't okay. <laughs> I don't care that you're poor or that you work your ass off and like are changing no. lives. Let's go back I, to Ellen. I know I <laughs> I'm into it. Want, I want to talk about how like I have heard that like going on doing stand-up com- comedy is the most and I can only imagine the scariest thing all by yourself on stage and your no job your job right there is to make that crowd laugh. And when it falls, it falls on you but yeah you have to keep going with the next one and just hoping that it they're gonna, like what was the first time like and was it like that were you in a stand-up like where were you the first time you did comedy 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash cat and nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash cat and nat. Detroit. So, but here's the thing though, comedy and teaching are the same thing. Like if you're good at, <laughs> if you're good at one, you're good at both. Like what's scarier is standing in front of 27 five-year-olds and knowing that at any moment they could take your ass out like tie me to the tether of a ball pole with a jump rope and it's done like that's scary <laughs> but comedy made me a better teacher and vice versa because the kids are the hecklers I can take like if, if right. I can what these kids are gonna throw at me I can deal with a couple drunk assholes in my really? show who don't like my shit yeah oh yeah but but taking the teacher lens out of it being a comic you literally put your heart out on the stage. Like I wrote these words. I wrote one hour of material about my truth 
on stage. Let's go. And when when your zingers don't hit, you're just like you just take it so yes. personally because you cut out 20 other jokes to get to that one that you thought would definitely be the one they would love. Uh-huh. Yep. And when and you're just like, is it me? Like, what about me? Right. It's like, like, what did I do wrong to not get your pr- we're also sick. We're mental. Like, I need 500 of you to can we just I have ADHD. If you have pick up on it, I'm not medicated right now. So do we. We're going to roll. Hey, I cannot believe that I'll stand in a room of however many people and I can get you to just like write now everyone in the room laugh and again right now i'm like am i a fucking wizard like this is insane <laughs> yeah okay so, I'm trying to so, my life. so it's sorry be loud. sorry there's so there's less about worrying about them not laughing because you're such a fucking wizard magician that wizard you can magician. say the thing and they all laugh and isn't it so crazy it and then so you just crazy. feel it and they're all laughing at you because they think you are so funny and yeah. you're bringing joy to their lives just the same way that you're right. The kindergarten children, you bring them happiness and joy. You're right. It is. There's yeah. so much in common. And I okay, love I to talk to them. Like, I love to talk to the fans. Like, I live for it because I just it's like me. Like, you paid money to come see me? Like, you want to hear what... Like, I want to talk to you. And even my managers and agents are like, we got to go. We got to go. I I have to tell you, we went went on tour and we went... We had been to probably like 100 cities. And Kat would sit backstage right before we would go out. Neighbors. It's it's all my neighbors. Some people are coming over to watch the hockey game. Mm. Someone's walking their dog. We're just like fielding the calls. Mm. Um, And and we'd be backstage and Kat... I mean, we did find this answer um, about it not just being magic. Yeah, I did. I but did. But she would say, "Oh my God! Like, we'll why be back. Why are they? Why? Why did two thousand people buy t- spend their money and their I time know. to come and see us?" She'd be like, "Natalie, why?" I, I, and Natalie's like, "Stop it!" I'm and like, I was I like, just "Don't do this to me, right?" I'm like, I don't know why they're here. There's gotta be a fucking reason they're here. You guys ever she like choke up about it too? Like, yes. Oh, no. When she I never, found out why, she realized she had a situation where she found out why they and came. Do you know why? Do you know why? I can tell you why. Please tell it me. It was a moment. Okay. So it I'll, was a I'm, moment I'll, like this. I won't tell you the whole story, but I will tell you that what when you are able when you're able to touch an energy or transcend a feeling of joy or happiness or calm. Like I know our certain situation when people see us that joy, happiness, and or calm, calm because calm is a really good feeling. Too. Yeah, they see safety. So there's safety within our our relationship, and it's a pure relationship. And joy, safety, and calm is a good feeling, which you can't find in most places. People look for it in drugs, alcohol, pills, like everything. So when you go, so for the two of us who don't like claim to be comedians, when they see our relationship transcend all the bullshit in the world and see like a purity in it, they're like, the world's actually a good place. Like I can find joy and calm in this. And like, it makes me feel good about, about the world because so much shit is piled up on you. So when they come to you, they feel joy and calm, which is like, I know I can go there and 
he's confident and he's probably making light of, sh- of shitty situations. She had, she had an example of um, being observing two, um, two heterosexual men. Um, they were cops. I didn't know they were cops, but the relationship between the two of them and, and made her feel good. And, and it reminded her of us. And it made her the next time we went on stage, she was like, I know why we're here. Their intimacy was so intimate, not sexual. And the way they took care Same of each other us. and talked to each other was like, I couldn't stop watching it. And I, I, it was so busy and I had just been in a car accident and they had been in an accident. And it's like the way they were talking to each other made me leave like euphoric and happy that, and then I had just gotten in a car accident. I was sitting in a fucking shitty place. And I was like, the way you two, and I was watching them. They must've thought I was a weirdo. And then I had to start talking like, what's going, like, I can't figure you two out because it was too intimate to be a relationship. And she literally texted me and she was like, I know why they buy tickets. Yeah. And I was like, because people see us and they're like, you make me feel like the world is okay. They made me feel like the world was okay. Because if two people can come together for no reason and no expectation, but for joy, well, is there anything better? No. No. And then you, and you know that you can do that for people because you also do that for the children. I have a wedgie. I got to know what, like, Okay, so my whole life I thought kids say the darndest things was the most fabulous show Which ever. I will that. host at some point. Like that is on okay. the vision board. See, this is what I'm Good. seeing. Yeah. So the old man, I don't remember yes, his name. 100%. He was amazing. I'm sorry. Like I hate that Bill Cosby was the one, but he fucking made cracked me up when he did it with the kids. He delivered and well. now Tiffany Haddish, I have not seen an episode. Have you watched? Yes. Yes. You think you can do better. Oh, Tiff's my girl. Like that okay. She, okay. She cracks me up. But I You think have more experience with kids. I I will say that. And and I think that she does really great for what she knows how to do with kids. But I feel like the reason that that show works the best is because the host can can be the kid. Can Oh like, my god, a hundred percent. Like like I know I am always four steps ahead of my kindergartners, and that's why I can do it. And that's why the things that happen in the classroom can be so funny because I'm yes. like, if I do this, I have no idea what you're gonna say, but it's gonna be great. So let's let's roll the dice. When I immediately started talking to you, I was thinking, oh my gosh, like how amazing would it be? Kids say the darndest things is, I mean, it's a joy. It's been a joy to the world for decades and decades, but if you were to host it, you would bring out something in those children that would be something nobody else could do because you know them better than anyone else. And it would be, so I love that you're going to host it one day. I see that for you. I feel it. Uh, When I used to volunteer in the classroom, I used to do the snack table so they could talk to me. So I didn't have to explain anything. Well, number one, I was always a fuck up. I'm the parent who fucked up constantly. I want to let you know we would I, have scientists I in the classroom. Die. He knows these parents like you in the classroom. And they would they would explain that I would have to explain like the activity. And I should the scientists would be talking. I'm like, I, I'm not understanding. Oh my you know God, what I mean? Never. And I'd be like to the other parent, like, what when do we switch, switch? When do we I don't have So I would sit at the snack table. I, I'd volunteer for snacks so I could like, you know, get information out of them so we could sit. I could ask a million questions. I'd be like, so and I used to drive these two kids when I was like not not married not and I was like I was single and I would drive them to school every day they were in kindergarten and they used to tell me stories every about the weekend you know mommy sleeps on the couch daddy's very daddy yeah. oh she, yeah she loves the pool yes she she she, lo- she 
daddy's mad because he says she likes the pool guy too, literally likes the pool guy too much. And, and now they don't sleep in the same bed anymore. And mommy, mommy has to go sleep on the couch. Yeah, all the shit. And I was like, oh my God. So you get this Hi. all the time. Now, every day, every this? minute of every day. So you're, so you get all this amazing content from the children. Now you go and do a stand up. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid that the parents are in the audience? I want them to be. Bring it. I want, like, want them to be. Here's the thing. So this is how this started. I when I was when I first started making like a little bit of a local name for myself, uh, two parents from my class were in the audience, and I had no idea until I walked out to do my thing, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I told myself at this moment, I was like, "You have a choice to make." You can do what you have previously written, which you know will work, or you can switch it up right now and you could bomb. What are you going to do? And I was like, without risk, there's no reward. So I'm going to risk it and hope that there's a big reward. So I did my normal stuff and I did really well. It was a good show. I walked off. The house was empty. Everybody left. These two moms with their husbands are drinking at the bar, waiting oh, for me. And I'm like, it's over. It's over. I took one step out and they go, we fucking love, you were talking about my kid. I know it was like, this is hilarious. This is amazing. Oh my God, oh I can't believe God. this. And they loved it. Then they come back the next weekend with more parents from my class. I and bet. then my staff starts coming. And then I almost lost my shit. My boss came. And I did not talk to her after the show. I was too nervous. That Monday, she comes into my classroom. She closes the door behind me. And I'm like, it's done. This is where it's done. She goes, <laughs> you have a gift. And if you don't tackle it, then I'll fire you. I was like, this Aww. is unbelievable. And you know what? Are you, at a, are you at a public school? Not anymore. I am at a private school now, which is which is very funny. because Even fucking juice and from you're the not, school. You're also yeah. not like a mean person. So you're not, you know, I think there's like two kinds of people. Like there's people who make fun of people and and for like, you know, mean reasons and then you you're you love being a teacher and then you're like a, a so and die. then you're a comedian on top of that. So it's like, you know, that there's two very different reasons. I want to ask you a question. Hold on. I'm going to yeah. from a, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just rocking out here. From 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 a mom person. Wow, why she's in her husband's car and we don't know how it works, but we did see low battery. We do not want this shit to die. No, I don't this is not how we I don't want that. We don't want that. Here, no. here you Who's take the other I'll hold it. Okay. Hold it would just got some. Oh, wine. you're just hooked up on there. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. Oh dear. Oh, okay, here we go. Other people. Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Oh, dear. oh my God! Why aren't you at our school? All right. So oh, I, I have God, to. So I have to ask you because obviously we have a mom audience, and ob- it's more of a serious question. And obviously, oh. they are. Um, you know, every when the parents walk in, what do you wish they knew? Hmm. As as a teacher to a parent, like, what do you wish you could be like, you know what, like, if you could have real talk versus like, the talk you have to have, is there anything you would say to parents, like, 
example. to set up for success. Honestly, like when I go to parent teacher interviews, I feel like they sit down and they have to tell me all the work they've done. I'm like, is my kid a dick bag? They or are open up the book and they show me the fucking letters. Like, I'm like, Carol, oh my god, I love this. I are love this. Gonna be god, a, like, is my kid have a problem? Are they a nice human? Yeah. Are they like showing their like their penis in the back corner, which would be fine. We just need to have a discussion about that. Like I did. What What do you wish you could say to a parent who overthinks, over over worries? Like what are the red flags you see that go from parent to child? Okay. And I love that you're giving me this opportunity too, because your audience is the mom. So this is like kind of important. Yes. It (laughs) is important. Hurt it in a fun way. I I am the teacher. I'm a little bit different than what you're describing too, because like my biggest thing is like, you're going to come in the classroom one day and you're going to leave a good person. Like that is the number one thing. Like I need you to understand how to like, you don't have to like everybody in our class. I don't care if you hate them, but you have to respect them and you're going to work together. Like those are my biggest things too. So I'm not the teacher who does like the numbers and the, the give you the letters and their reading level, unless that's what you want. Cause I can give that to you, but that's for me. Right. Um, the biggest thing that I would want parents to understand too is that they're like your kid is doing this thing, right? And I have like 20 something others of that. So when when this one thing is happening with your kid, I totally get it. I totally understand. Like where I'm gonna give you the tea, I'm gonna talk about it too. But like this is my job to provide the service for yours and all these others. So <laughs> right. when we when we are talking and I'm I'm going along with what you're doing and you want these reports and behaviors and things like that, why are you now attacking me? Forgive because so many times when you have like you right. asked me, you asked me, I will give you the bad news. I'm not going to lie to you. There's no reason for it. If I'm telling you what happens in the classroom, don't you dare tell me he doesn't do that at home because it's not true. Don't tell me that. Oh Oh my gosh. So they take it personally. They do take it personally. And I get it. Which of course you do. Of course you do because it's your child. But like wouldn't, like I would die to get like inside information about my child that I didn't know that I can now go and handle. And and that's the thing, too. It's like you want the fly on the wall. You've always wanted that about your kid. Well, the fly is me. I'm telling you what's happening. Mm-hmm. They're not going to yes. act like that for you. I'm the teacher. And also it goes the other way around. A kid might be unbelievably amazing in the classroom, but a hellion at school. And when I'm giving all this positive, they'll be like, you're not tough enough on him. No, it's just this is what's happening in school. Mm. I'm not the teacher that's going to sugarcoat it for you. But the number one thing that just gets me is it's like, why are you why are you not believing what I'm saying? And I always tell parents this. You were their first teacher, not me, not anybody else who they're going to have after this. You were their first teacher. I respect you so much for the groundwork that you laid down because they wouldn't be here right now if you didn't take the time to teach them everything that it took to get here. So why would I disrupt that right now? I'm like, we it has to be 50-50 or to get 100. If, if I'm doing my thing, you got to do your thing too. And like, we have to trust and listen to each other. And that's all I want. But the you're a team. You're like, I'm your teammate. Oh, we're like, we're a team. You're I'm not looking Your to child 100. now spends a most of their time with me. Because, I mean, when your kid goes to school all day, like, our kids spend most of the time in the classroom and a little bit of time with us. Mm-hmm. So why would we not want to, like, tag team with their teacher? But I just feel like when you say, like, um, you were their first teacher. 
And then all of a sudden they're finally hearing of a problem. They're like, well, that must've been what I did wrong. And instead of being like, how can I change these things and how can we work together? They're like, I fucking failed. Like, cause they're so in, they're still into themselves cause they haven't mm-hmm. like grown as like a human into a parent. And so now they just, they're taking it all upon themselves instead of being like, let's work on this brand new creature that has, is not, has nothing to fucking do with no, you. The parents personalize it a lot. You know, I'm show. so glad that we're having this conversation cause I've honestly never thought about this through the lens of like parents taking it so personally in that way. Well, parents, than just about the kids. their kids are their egos. Oh my and when you have your ego walking around and someone tells you, you know, that they're, you know, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. My daughter, when she was a little girl was, she used to cheat in kindergarten off her friend. Uh, and the teacher what was like, she's, she's cheating off. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how you cheat in kindergarten, but okay. But she, um, you know, she was so shy. She didn't want to take a risk and she would not talk to him, would not take she her didn't coat want to off. She ask a question. Just sat there. She know the answer, but she found a really, really smart, good, smart, smart best friend. friend who had all the right answers. And so I, he was like, I, I can't mark her. I can't give her a grade. I don't know. I, I can't tell you anything. And I remember, I remember, you know, as a, as a teacher, he brought that to me and I, and I, I'm very outgoing. So I was kind of, I didn't understand her as a mom. I was like, mm-hmm. talk to the fucking guy. He's your teacher, but it, that didn't work for her, you know? So we, we had to find a solution and all, I mean, we did all the things, but the point was, you know, it's really hard when you realize your kid is not who you are. It's, it's not you. And you have to understand that, you know, even if you want all of these things for them, it doesn't fucking matter. You have to let it go. And and you and in kindergarten, in a big way, like, I know you can see personalities of kids. Like, I oh, know yeah. it in, at four and five, you know what's going on with them. Like, that, right? Yeah, I know who they're going to be. Yeah, 100%. I know. My, my mom said that in the office, and I don't know if this is like appropriate or inappropriate, but she would be like, the kids would come in in junior. We have junior kindergarten in Canada, so that means you start when you're four. Mm-hmm. She would be like, kids would come in, and she would be like, um, I like, I know, I know, I know that child is gay. Like, I, and I just oh, know it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they come out to their parents. When they're older and the parents come to me and go like, oh, my God. Not you. No, you? to my mom, to mom the, yeah. the head of the fucking office. And be like, oh, my God, my kid, like, gay or they're transitioning and all this. My mom's like, could have told you when they were four. Well, one million. One like, million. Like everything. She could see everything in these kids. It's just. I it's, have another controversial question for you. Oh. Ask me. I do love teachers. That. Do teachers have favorites? Are you joking me? No, Absolutely. I, I, 1 million percent. And if any teacher favorites? tells you they don't, they're are, lying. Wait, let me hear. Let me hear. What? Say it again. If I'm any teacher about. tells you that they don't have a favorite, they're lying. And here's my hot take, okay? The full classroom of kids, there is 20 whatever, however many is in your class, right? You take 20 strangers right now and put them in your house, put them in your car. You're not going to like them all. And you're going to have one that you gravitate to. And it happens every single year. Some of them press your buttons. Some of them are going to knock you. Some of them just aren't your person. And that's cool. But the name of the game is they have to, you, you, we are the best actors. Like you should get your teaching certificate and your SAG after card at the same time, because (laughs) they all think you love them. They all think, they all think that they're my favorite. They're fucking not. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) What makes a kid, and this is actually an interesting, like, this is an interesting question to to anybody who wants to be the most charming in the room. What makes someone your favorite? It's not that, like, Eddie Haskell, kiss your ass, make you pictures all the time thing. I love the weird kids. I love the kids who just have personality and just like bring that personality out. Like I have a, we do this thing in the class right now where um, I bring up a bunch of emojis and we end the day by them pointing to whatever emoji they feel in their body. And then they can explain to the class why they talk about speaking to their freaking like, like age and the, the world that they live in. Thank you. Right. They think in emojis. So one of the emojis has a mask on, right? So this one kid, he goes, I'm feeling really happy and silly and sick. And I was like, oh, my God. This is like at the prime of COVID. We are in person. And I'm like, oh, you're feeling sick? Like, uh, uh, I'm going to call I'm going to call Celeste, the nurse, and we're going to send you to the office. And he goes, it's a joke. It's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I love you. Oh, okay. I got to tell you guys this too. The other ones too, like we go to this garden, this old woman's garden in the, in the community every week. And she she has vegetables or just flowers? She lets them pick and eat certain things. So the other day it was kale. She's like, oh, you can eat, pick, eat the kale. We thought that meant like you would pick a leaf and eat the leaf that you picked. That same thing that I just told you about straight up beaver styled it went straight for the stock <laughs> and was just sitting there no hands gnawing at this whole stock of kale i'm like you're my favorite I love you so much. oh my god that is so i guess the other question is like do when the parents have an ish mm-hmm. do they have an ish with you or can you be like no it's your kid like are you able to call the parents out or like, I'm sure they ride your ass at private school. Like Ooh. I'm private sure school's next level. They ride. Half, you. We have seven kids, um, less than half are in private and I the rest are joke. in public. And my, we just like, we know we just, if my daughter, for the teachers, the private, if, if my daughter has an issue, I'm like, don't worry. If it's a problem for you, it's, there'll be 15 letters from all the parents. <laughs> like I don't need to Good do job. anything. I'm Good like, job. I just, sit down over here and I will watch the other parents have an issue with it. And I'm like, cause I do not have time to care. Well, that's the thing is I'm the, I, I am from Detroit. So try me, try me not actually. When parents come at me like that, usually it's an email. I pick yes. up the fucking phone and I'll call you right now. I'll be like, Hey, just wanted to talk about this. Half the time they'll eat their words right there. To talk. They well, want to do it. They, don't, they want to write. They're going to be a little keyboard warrior and try me. Don't try me. Let's talk about this. You have an issue. I'm going to talk about it with you too because we need to get to the bottom of this. But you treating me like trash is going to get us both oh nowhere. So let's cut it and do it. And, and your people, principle supports your, um, your candor. candor. It, so it's the cadence that I just gave you is not exactly how I say it, but those are the, those, that is the words. That is the words. And I will say like, there's really no need for this type of tone. Like, let's just get to the bottom of what we need to do. And I've had principal, I've worked in like five different schools and I've had principals who are just so not into it. And they're like, you got to tone it down. I'm like, well, then your staff's going to get nowhere. If you let the parents walk all over us, Exactly. That's, that's that, that's that. I bet your teacher moms right now who are listening are just like, 
Uh, you Snapchat. know, my, my other question is confidence in moms. Like, do you know when that mom walks in, like I'm where they stand? Because, you know, all of our moms, majority of them say they go to bed every night wishing they had done it differently. Like, and I'm not, really? and I am not. They are so hard What did you just say? I said, really? Yeah. They They're really, so hard Wishing they would have mommed differently. Yeah. They wow. really do. Wow. Like that na- na- I would say 80 to 90% go to bed at night and think about all that they did wrong and how they can do better tomorrow. Oh my Is God. Your mouth- uh, like that that honestly them. made my heart hurt. Like that made from, my heart hurt. The, the kids feeding them. Oh, from, from like from birth and everything that they did. No, from feeding them to helping them with their school to like parenting them to lessons to everything. We're so hard on ourselves for like, like you don't see that in the better. classroom. You do not see that. Like you don't see the mom coming never. in and being like, never. Not, no, never. I've never have. I never have. But I, that really upsets me because like the kids, like that's why I do it. The kids are so great. And they wouldn't have made it to me like if that mom wasn't putting her absolute best foot forward. Maybe it's not like friggin' Kathleen down the street doing some other shit, but like you're Kathleen. doing your best. You know Kathleen. what I mean? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that really, uh, that that really kind of got me. Oh, I, you know, I, know. I just, I think that when, you know, you see our kids as a teacher so differently than we do as moms, right? Like you get to see them as people where we yeah. have to parent them and you get to experience them. So we have to, we have to parent them and you get to actually be with them as, as a person where you get to see them in their world in their social world, you get to see them at their best. And we, we get them when they fall apart at or the end of the day, worst. you know, I'm saying, no, he gets, well, mostly they're the best. They show up. I, I say majority show up as their best because if they're the yeah, worst with you, it. they're probably the worst at home too. I've actually always wondered this. Okay. So uh, my kids are like, basically they like throw up and vomit when I pick them up from school. And they're like, like there's just like, they take the world out on me. But the teachers are always like, oh my gosh, they're such lovely kids. Like, Does it ever happen that the kids are super shitty at school and lovely at home? Yes. No. Oh yeah. No way. Oh, no yes. way. Oh yes. Yes. And it, this is why. This is why. Wanna... So I've had a couple, I've had the other thing happen a few times, the exact opposite where moms will call me off hours and be like, they won't listen to me. They're going to listen to yeah. you. Can you just tell them to do this one thing? And I'll be like, Oh, no problem. I'm sorry, but no problem. But the other totally happens. And it's, typically moms who I am going to give the benefit of the doubt and, and okay. believe that they're doing their best, but it's enabling. And like, I've had a, I have, a, I have one oh. who is, who is, um, when we teach over zoom, right. Yes. I will watch him throw shit at his family. I will watch him through the freaking nastiest glares and looks yeah. and breaks down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Would yeah. Never do it for me. Would never like yeah. he's the okay. happiest, most charming, outgoing, engaged, responsible. Yeah. It is like it's boundaries. Bad. It sounds I like, know, but, it, but I, but I feel like sometimes maybe they act out at, at school because at home they need to be per, they need to be perfect. The, the the issues where I've had it like at home and perfect is yes. the there's like real trauma that we have yeah. and yeah. that that's where it gets like okay. real sick. But okay, it's yeah. like that's a thing too, is 
being a teacher, you're a teacher, you're a nurse, you're a comedian, you're a first responder, you're a mandated reporter, right? Yeah. So you have, yeah, yeah, you're a mom, you're a dad, like you're so, I've had so many kids in foster care who have like spent Christmas with me and my family just cause like we had to, you know what I mean? So the, the scope of what we have around a child is not even close to what a parent has because we don't have like love, love for that kid. So we Mm -hmm. can identify like Mm -hmm. really important things that a parent might just be like, Oh, this is just my kid and be like, well, I think we got to get your kid like tested for some things. Oh my gosh. You know, it is true. And I appreciate that so much. I remember that the moment it happened, I was like, I feel like something's not right. And she the teacher sat me down and she was like, I thought it was just a thing, but now I realize it's, she needs to be tested. And I was like, I never would have come to this conclusion on my own. And I'm so thankful that you saw my daughter outside of my own eyeballs. And now we're going to actually make some like headway. Okay. It's a team. It's a team. It's a beautiful team. So uh, you, okay. So how are you going to handle tour and being a teacher because we have been and how's your boyfriend gonna handle okay so i just want to we're gonna give you i'm gonna give you a little backstory so like kat and i never left our children for a hundred thousand years we were so overprotective of them we did everything for them i mean not in a weird way but just in a way in a weird way we thought thought no No, one else could do it then all of a sudden our business started and then we were able they were like we were it's a long story, but we ended up on tour and they're like, you're going to go on tour basically for a week, a month. And we're funny. We're funny on, on tour. tour so. I, guys, like, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. But we and, were so things, funny. and we were like, okay, we're going to go because this is a great opportunity to grow our business that we never even thought we would have and also make money for the family and all of that. So later hosen children, husbands, moms, babysitters take care of the kids for the first time ever. And now we have been dying stuck in a, fucking lockdown in Canada for way too long and now we have tour dates coming out as of September 22nd launching in Fargo North Dakota is that where Fargo is yeah yeah and we're yeah. doing we have all these cities and we're heading out and we're getting the tour bus and we're doing it all again but that's part of our job and we're so excited to go and do it but as a kindergarten teacher how do you navigate tour summer my tour starts uh the four days after school gets out and my last show is two days before the first day of school. So how many shows in the whole summer are you doing? 24. Amazing. 24. Now- I'm sorry, 24 cities. I'm doing 24 cities. So how do you, how are you traveling between the cities? So I fly to whatever major hub it is and then I will drive to about five and then whatever the biggest hub is next to that last city i'll fly to the next one or with your boyfriend who do you do it with with your boyfriend no no so i have a weird thing about him coming to shows so he doesn't laugh at me he doesn't laugh at me when i'm on stage like i can get him roaring at home but when i'm on stage he says oh i just know what you're gonna say like i can predict it like i just know and he i'll look i'll see him in the audience he's just like this 1050 people are peeing themselves and you're just straight faced i can't yeah. like that's where i draw my line i'm like i can't no. so he if he comes to shows he has to go all the way in the back yeah. whatever but when i'm on the road i tell him i'm like baby i'm working 
I'm okay. working. I don't go to. So I don't go good. to. How long are you? So wait, who do you travel with? You are you all alone? No, I have a tour manager who comes with me. Yep, and I'm not. I'm not a cat and that status. All right, <laughs> let me tell you why. We're you doing, will I do, be. I do clubs and theaters, but the comedy, the clubs, got the heartbeat still. You know what I mean? So, like as a comedian, like you, yes. you, you have. Did you like we them? Did, we we had to do it. We had to do. We no. had to do a smaller run. Okay. No, no, no. no. It's, it's how it goes. Like, no, no I it actually, felt so weird because we need the stage. And we, right. have, we have a DJ. It was like. And you have strippers? Like, no. Yes. No. Not you in did. the We didn't. We couldn't Wait. bring them. No, it was really. Oh, to the comedy clubs. You couldn't well, bring Well, number them. one, the stage is like this big. Which is mm. great for one. Right? Yeah. And then we had a DJ with us. But it was just, it's really hard. You can't see them. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't feel them. They're like little tables. They're separated. We find when they're jam-packed together, the energy of the group, it's like... There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Pack mentality just as a kindergarten class. Yep, for sure. And it is... There's definitely a huge difference there too, but like as a comic, being like loyal to the clubs and then knowing what it's like to go to a club of 500 seats and and there's four people in the audience, and now being able to go to a club and sell out five shows over a weekend, like that is like you like okay, all right. (laughs) Do you you think that you you'd ever like you know how in like um what did they call? I mean, I know you know them. They're in New York and L.A. What's it called? The comedy Comedy clubs. Comedy clubs? Is it but like the name, the what like the, the okay, seller? Okay. Yeah. Would you like go and would you die or would you oh, be so the so the seller, you actually have to be passed. So you have to be like a New York comic living in New York and you have to that's um, where you come up and then you get passed of it at the seller. Like so the that's grand old offering for music Very <laughs> that, very that, very that. You know, also as a comedian you guys have a set and we don't like you guys have a uh like a one two three like you know your set right like and for us we never know what we're gonna say when we go on stage like we don't have a script we don't have a like nothing we just go and i think that you guys have segments yes like like games or something no, we no games, but we have we don't. You, there's definitely like so our team. I love you. Guys. Has uh like has how it's supposed to go, it and every sideways. time they we come backstage for halftime, they're like, no, you got because we're and like sometimes I'll that. miss something, and like usually I miss something, I go to something else, and that's like, well, actually, we have to go back and do that other thing. And I'm like, right, we missed something. Sorry about that. We have to go back and do that other thing. Or she goes, or you meant to say this, and I'm like, yeah, I meant. And to then say after halftime, our tour manager and everyone's like, could you guys just like try and stay on because we're trying to follow you, and we can't do like the video behind your head if you're throwing to something else. Could you just try? Yeah. We're like. We'll do our best. And I'm a total lush and a lightweight. And that's a, like a heavier drinker of the two of us. So she can drink all afternoon and be a little bit shit can before we go on stage. But I do I, not. By the way, I do not drink all afternoon before guys. Do we start at like I, two? No. In life, I start at two. Okay. Four. Not on tour. Four. Four. No. Seven? If we go on stage at eight, seven, Yes. With a little cocktailing before that. Okay. I was like, I don't know where I've been my whole life that she starts at seven. Do you drink? 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, yeah. Have a oh, because you before know. Before you go on. Sometimes I've, I have learned. It's a slippery learned, slope for comedians. Yeah, I've but learned. But I want to say Nat always has the whole run of show and the shit together. She knows exactly what's happening. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I'm just going to go out there. She's like, just go out there, Kitty. I'm like, all right, we got this. That's because we can't have, we can't have two of us too controlled. Can I talk? Can I just say something right now? And this yeah. might be, but like, if we go to where he is. He's got to come on with us. Thank you. Where are you? Seattle. Uh, I don't know. We go to, but you could always jump over to Vancouver. Wouldn't that be some shit if we were were touring and we were like in the same city on accident? That'd be amazing. Any city on accident and having you come out like in talk. Just don't go to Lollapalooza this year. (laughs) Save your dates. Don't go to Lollapalooza. I can even say Like if we could do a little collab on a stage. I mean, we have a, we have, weirdos yeah. my neighbors are such fucking weirdos if dateline shows up at my door and knocks and goes do you think your neighbors are weird i'm gonna be like <laughs> one thousand yeah. percent have a seat on my couch i'll tell you how fucking weird they are okay, oh. that's where we're at joe it's getting dark so yeah. I, this is what i want to say i love you will you ever teach another grade except kindergarten or does kindergarten have your heart it's five quick questions would you oh, do, kindergarten's forever I taught fourth grade for the longest. Then I've taught everything except for first and second. And I always wanted to teach kindergarten. So I taught everything else for the longest time. And then I and then I quit my job for a year because they wouldn't let me teach kindergarten. Came back and was like, it's kindergarten or bust. When I got in kindergarten, I was like, this is my motherfucking place. I will never teach anything else. Why do you love kindergarten? Uh, nothing makes me laugh harder than the random shit that kids say and write he's looking for content okay <laughs> it's honestly it's not content it's the fact that it's just it, it like fills my soul yes yes, yes. That, content yeah. Bucket. yeah yeah I yeah love, i love speaking with small children she so loves much it too. would you ever retire from teaching and go full-time bust on comedy oh absolutely 100 because okay. the, the when fact that the show 
Well, the, yeah, the fact of the matter is, too, is that, like, I believe that you can be passionate and love two things. And yes. and the one that's going to take you farther is the one that you will follow. But it doesn't mean that you love or care about anything less. So when I do kill it and slay it in comedy and start to really go even bigger than what's happening now, I'm always going to have the teachers back. So I'm always going to support the teachers. I'm always going to give back to the teachers and bring them in the best light that I can. So I won't be losing that part about myself. What's What's next? After what? What's next? What's next? What's you know dream? What's, what's you know dream? what's next. What's the dream? What's, next? what's the dream? I'm in the process of what could be next now. No, don't say what could be. Like you what know will what's be next. next. What will be next? It, it's so weird because there's a lot of gate. There's gate holders, gatekeepers in front of you that I'm that I need to uh, impress in order for my next really big goal to take off. But I think I got this. I think I've proven myself. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm not cocky, but I'm confident, and I know yes, that I yes. have like a message and I the presence to like deliver that message. So I think that my next step is going to happen really really soon. I'm actually really excited. Ah! Dude, oh my God. Honestly, I like you so much. I love you guys. Um, I can't wait to have cocktails. Done. I, and then we'll, we'll bring Jake. Imagine Jake and you and us all together having cocktails. I'm one million. And then also in. we would love you to do. Have you, you guys met in real life? No. No. Oh, Never. my love. Been friends for years. Yeah. Been friends for years. Never met in real life. Love Isn't that crazy? you to do a set I can't wait in this. one of our shows on kindergarten kids because like everyone would freaking shy peter pan shit okay one okay. thing that first, was said to me this week one kindergarten thing that was said to me was it is the best when they come up to you and they're like i'm not supposed to say this but yes this is what it was i'm not supposed to say this but my mom told me i was born in the toilet oh. I, was, I was like <laughs> what does this even mean what does this even mean what did you <laughs> say to them I, I just said, oh, okay, go have a seat. And then later I put it together that I think that's her mom's way of calling her a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> you were born in a toilet. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna, I, we were in the kindergarten line and, a, and there's there's a kid that Natalie knows. I'm going to do that this week to my fucking <laughs> we were We were in the kindergarten line and we're all standing there. And they're like, you know, the kindergartens on Monday have something like big always to say. And like, she's trying to check them all in because of fucking COVID. And all I hear is this one kid through the fence going, <laughs> Miss Mammon, Miss Mammon, Miss Mammon. The teacher's trying to talk to a parent. All oh, the yeah. kids are waiting. Miss Mammon, Miss Mammon. She's like, yes, I'll be right with you. Miss Mammon, Miss Mammon, I have to tell you something. I really have to tell you something. Okay. Yes. What? What is it? So-and-so. And he's like, did you know two men can have a baby? Like, in the, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. and and she was like, this. Yep. yes, I did Here's know that. Here's the most fucked up shit about that. She goes, live yes, in, I did know we that. We live in the big city of Toronto. Yeah. But <laughs> let me tell you, it's a big city. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't know what the depopulation of Detroit is compared to Toronto, but it's a big city. That kid lives on my street yeah. and my neighbors are getting their baby mm -hmm. in two weeks and they're two men. Yeah. And I told the parents, I'm like, I, I had to tell them what he said. And they're like, Oh my God. Well, I don't even know if we've spoken to him about it. I'm like, he well, knows about everybody it. Everybody knows. Look, Bye. All of us, uh, Michael and Jason are receiving their baby it on was, the end of May. It and was literally the funniest thing ever. He like had to stop the conference. Please stop talking. Please stop talking. 
two men can have a baby. And she's like, thank you. I actually didn't know Brilliant. that. Brilliant. 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 Thank, <laughs> yeah. thank you for fucking sharing. And, and it's, always, it's always, did you know that? It's always, did yeah. you know? I had another kid oh. this week straight up told me, she's like, Mr. D, when I grow up, I want to be a praying mantis so I can eat my husband's head off. I was like, good for you. <laughs> Women's <laughs> empowerment. This is great. This is, you're amazing. Right about can it. Can I ask you something else? Like, Let not me. that it's my business at all. Yeah. Um, but just the fact that you fucking love kids and it doesn't matter if you love kids because a lot of people that love kids are teachers and they would never want children. Do you want children? Yes, absolutely. I'm, ah! I'm, I'm destined. I'm destined That's to be a dad. hundred percent. We, oh we, and God, we talk, we actually, Morgan, my partner and I, we, on our very first date, we both had it on our list to ask each other and we did, but we both admitted later on that if either one of us said no, we weren't going to go on another date. <gasps> Oh Thank my gosh, God you said that. yes, because that's very vulnerable to share that information oh, with a stranger. No. Yeah, but they were yeah, going to no. end it if it wasn't. I've, the day I've known but they could have lied, both of them, and be like, no, oh. don't press the other to guess what you want. No, I don't know. Yep. Nope. We were, we are definitely on the kid train. We know exactly how we're going to do it. And we're like ready to rock. So you're teaching in Detroit. We have a show in Detroit. No, when, no he's not teaching. Oh, he's in Detroit. Yeah, not, but Detroit is home, so I can get to Detroit. Like okay. that. When's your okay, Detroit? Well, we'll, give you our Detroit date. we'll give you our Detroit date. We'll give you our Detroit date. Oh, yeah. have you announced your tour giant... yet? Yeah, we have our tour. All yeah. of our Detroit cat in except that Detroit. Tour except Detroit. Detroit. It's not okay. fucking sale yet. No, no. You know what theater you're playing? Yeah, it's we can a big. Bleep it's, out. it's the casino. It's the big casino. Which one? MGM. Uh, the one that are the is it the harem? No. Listen, I'm fucking there. Oh okay, my it's, God. it's the we big need, one with the big theater this and it's is a connected. Perfect, this is a perfect collab. Every city we can get you in, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Oh you guys God, are the best. This is awesome. Now, All right. Well, and then we, we'll invite Jake as a special backstage guest. We appreciate done, done you for done. coming. Thank you for making this happen. And thank you for having us. This was so fun. Oh my fun. God. This is fantastic. I'm so glad we got to meet. It's I don't want to say beginning. goodbye, and I would like to have you over on Saturday night for dinner. But um, until then, let's meet in cities and do shows together. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys for having Woo! me too. Bye. 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 See ya.